Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ultimate Human Experience Podcast. This is your girl, Righteous Sun. And on today's episode, we are talking about overcoming insecurities. If you like what you hear, please remember to like, share with family and friends, and of course, subscribe. With that being said, let's get into it. Hello, hello, hello. This is your girl, Righteous Sun. I am back with another episode. This one is episode eight. We're still in season one, guys, okay? We're still flowing into season one. This is episode eight. It's all about overcoming insecurities. And boy, this is a real big topic because I think this has been a real big topic lately. First, because there was a full moon in Scorpio with a lunar eclipse, if I am correct. And all of that energy that was coming in, first of all, I am Libra sun, but I also got that moon of Scorpio. So I've been feeling a lot of that energy and we are still in Taurus. Now, truth is I am not an astrologer, but I do follow the stars and I follow astrologers who are professional and do follow the stars. And so I know that for this energy and this full moon that happened, it really wasn't about manifesting anything. We've done that part of the job. This part of the full moon, pardon me, was really about letting go of all of the old pieces of you. Even if it was the pieces that didn't even like resonate with you ever, but somehow attached to you because of outsiders and what they thought or said about you to you. In some cases, a lot of people out there don't actually say it to your face. They say it behind your back, but word does get around and people do end up finding out. Okay, we do end up knowing what y'all people say about us. All right, let's just get that out of the way. But that doesn't mean that what y'all say about us should affect us to the point that it attaches onto us and integrates into our everyday lives. But that's what happens. That is what happens most times. So in this episode, we're going to be talking all about overcoming insecurities and everything that comes along with it. We're going to talk about facing our feelings. We're even going to talk about like what insecurities are. We're going to be challenging all of those limited beliefs, so on and so forth. So with that being said, let's get started because you know, this is a big one for me personally. I know I'm beautiful. I've always been beautiful. That has never changed. However, a lot of people really couldn't see that on the outside. And I know a lot of people out there, it's all about the visuals. It's all about the, you know, it's like as soon as you see somebody, it's like their first impression. And what is your first impression? It's not about what comes out of your mouth. It's what you look like. So for myself growing up, was I super cute? Of course I was. But you know, Mother Nature had other mother nature had other plans and my teeth were not the best they weren't as straight as I would have hoped and my teeth were coming in from all different directions so if y'all could have seen a picture of me I have to say this I smiled through every single one of my pictures regardless if people were saying Roger Rabbit Bugs Bunny Bucktooth Yes, I heard it all. And for a lot of the times, I was super down on myself because, of course, I was comparing. I didn't have the long, straight, flowy hair. And yeah, my teeth were jacked up. And there was no way of hiding it. I know that there's a lot of people out there that will like cover their mouth with their hand when they talk or they try not to say much. But those things were huge insecurities for me. And it really made me feel like I was the ugly duckling. 
And I carried that for a super long time. It never swayed me though from being myself. I was still myself because a lot of the people that I grew up with knew me before my adult teeth came in. So they knew me, little cute Rashida, and then boom, that's just kind of how my teeth showed up. So, and it was the people I grew up with from like kindergarten. So a lot of the peers around me knew me and knew my personality and said, well, regardless of what she looks like, she's an amazing person and she's super sweet and we will always vouch for her. Um, And then that like sort of faded away once that we got into high school but that's kind of normal because everybody sort of finds their own place and goes into their own directions but I deep down knew that regardless of what I looked at on the outside I knew my inside was the most important part and the way I shined my personality all of those things were like top notch for the most part right I mean gosh I'm still growing and learning But I really did uh, take a lot of those things to heart. And obviously, then you get braces, because I kind of thought to myself, like, once I get braces, then it'll be smooth sailing. My upbringing was very different than a lot of other people's. So, you know, to tack on the insecurities of not looking like everybody else and also having to just manage the chaos that was going on within my household it really kind of forced me to stay quiet and to sort of reclude back into myself I thought that was the safest place for me to be and so that's where I stayed it kind of didn't really benefit me in some ways because I was then looked at as uh, this buck shy child and sometimes it wasn't even just them thinking I was shy it was really like oh my gosh she talks or she's not very bright so here it is this little black girl who in their eyes wasn't bright because I never spoke up but of course I never spoke up because there was all this chaos in my house and I just thought geez if I speak up I would get hurt that was my mentality and I took that mentality all throughout my entire life all the way up until adulthood (laughs) all the way up until I was a mom it really wasn't until I had my third child that I really started to come into myself and start to stand in who I was but I had to really look inward to help me overcome a lot of those insecurities Because sometimes you can physically fix the way that you look, but that doesn't mean that what, how it affected you on the inside is not still lingering. So yes, you know, I can now look at myself and say, I'm gorgeous, I'm beautiful. But in those times when I would say, I'm gorgeous, I'm beautiful, I'm all dressed up, I still deep down felt like I was this buck tooth, you know, stupid little girl who didn't know anything and I think a lot of people out there sort of get confused with themselves as they start to come into who they are and yet still have that little um, those little insecurities get to them on the inside and so it's so important for us to work on our internal because we need that the internal to match the external and vice versa How can me as Rashida now look at myself in the mirror and realize like I am beautiful, I am smart, I am outspoken, I am wise and I have a lot of shit to say and it's good shit on top of that. So how can I not just because it's really not about making other people believe it. It's how can I really make myself believe that and then stand in that? How can we make ourselves believe that those insecurities were just placed on us from other people but it is not who we are it doesn't define who we are let's just go into like what insecurities are I'm sure we all know what they are but really when we think about insecurities it's those things that we feel very self-conscious about whether it was placed on us by other people other peers people you know 
just walking by or um, it's just something that has been ingrained in us by society, whether it's family. There's so many different aspects to it. It could also just be us comparing ourselves to others. You know, for so long, society has sat there and said that this particular way of looking is perfect and anything else if it doesn't compare or anywhere close to, then it's not perfect. And then we really take that and run with it. I mean, that big saying of keeping up with the Joneses. Well, if you don't keep up with the Joneses, then you're trash. Like, no, I don't think so. I don't even know who the Joneses are. And why would I want to keep up with them? Like, are they as cool as me? I I don't know. I'm not sure about that. So those insecurities are things that we carry with us, those little pieces that make us feel self-conscious, whether it is physical, whether it is mental, sometimes it could be even emotional. We've heard that so many times where people have said to young children, oh, you're too sensitive. And then they carry that along with them. Well, they sort of think maybe I am too sensitive and maybe I do need to switch the way that I, I act and feel out in the world. No, no, no. It's okay if that is who you are. Everybody is their own individual person and we as an individual need to decipher that for ourselves whether it's a good thing or a bad thing and how can we utilize that to, in my opinion, how can we utilize those things that people might look at as a negative, how can we utilize it for a positive? How can I gain from that? That sensitivity is wonderful in my opinion because then, you know, with sensitive people, we have the ability to feel out energy we can walk into a room and say oh this is not the place I need to be and step away or this is totally where I belong this energy is great I'm gonna stay so there's so many different levels to it but the reason why I'm bringing all of this up is because like I said this full moon was really about letting go of all of the old things that we've been holding on to that really in truth have been holding us back and bogging us down for so long and whether we have felt like we got to hold on to it because if there's a comfort to it that is a whole lie there's no comfort to staying within the parameters of those insecurities when in actuality our spirit is asking for us to burst out in a color of rainbow like or a rainbow of colors. You see what I'm saying? Today, <laughs> I don't know where my mind is going, but I think it's because I have a lot to say on this piece, especially for myself personally, because I do feel like my spirit is ready to explode into a r- rainbow of colors. That's how I personally feel. So what is one of the first things that we can do in terms of overcoming our insecurities? Well, the first thing we did was we wanted to identify what those insecurities are, right? Write a list of all those things that whether it was your own thoughts or thoughts of others, first thing we want to do is identify the insecurities. Then we want to find out where they came from. Was it from you personally? Was it from somebody else? Was it from society? Write that down too. And then look back on it and say to yourself, are you are you these things? Like, am, you know, I'll use myself as an example. Am I a buck tooth? No, a bitch got her teeth done, okay? I just want to let you know that, so... <laughs> Uh, Am I stupid? No, I'm extremely smart. I'm very wise in the things that I so choose to engage in and pay attention to. Absolutely. Am I beautiful? Yeah, inside and out. So those are the things now that I want to focus my attention on. I no longer want to focus my attention on those limited beliefs that have been placed on me by other people I'm ready to release and let that go what do we want to do next we want to be able to face our feelings once we have put down all those insecurities 
What are the feelings that arise when you hear those things? Does it make you upset? Does it make you angry? Does it make you frustrated? Does it put you in a fear-based mindset? May, you know, do you start to get scared like maybe I am a lot of these things and I'm too afraid to step out of that way of thinking? And then, of course, we put guilt on the fact that we can't step away from it. Please remember that we are human and everybody has these little things that they want to change about themselves. And it doesn't always have to be the physical piece. It could also be emotional, right? It could also be just like, oh, gosh, I wish I could speak up more. I wish I could speak up more for myself. I wish I could utilize my voice in a way that allows it to ring out to so many people so that that energy can like gravitate back to me. So we want to be able to face our feelings, step into those moments where you've had to experience somebody saying negative things about you and then switch the narrative because I'm always about switching the narrative. People who say things about you, it's because they have no idea who you are. And like I was saying earlier, people knew me before the jacked up teeth. So they knew I was a good person. They knew I was sweet and generous and kind. And so that is what resonated more than the way that I looked. And so I always feel like character, your character can mean more than what you look like. And as we know, I've told this to my kids numerous times because, you know, There is social media and all these different things that is out there that makes these young people think that they are not enough. And I'm always reminding my kids that they are more than enough. I remind them that there are adults out there who think that they are the hot shit. And yet when they open up their mouth, they're complete assholes. And who would want to be with somebody like that? I continuously remind them that there's a lot of celebrities out there who we think are like, you know, the it stuff. So many different things that can distract us from finding out who we really are. But it's important for us to do that internal work so that we can stand firm in who we know we are. Because the truth is, out there in the world, Yeah, there's people out there that are not going to be the most sweetest of people. And they are going to say some things about you. It's a part of life. Can we stand strong enough and rooted in ourself to allow those things to just bounce off of us? That's what I'm hoping for a lot of people out there. Because it's not easy to allow those words to just bounce off. If you have a supportive team or family behind you and that says, F all of those people, who cares what they say? That's always me with my kids. Who cares what they say? Do they pay your bills? Do they buy you things? Do they put you to bed? Do they wake you up in the morning? What do they do? If they are not contributing in any way, shape to your life, Why do they feel the need to put in their two cents about who you are, what you look like, how you act, how you behave? Like, why am I so important to you? Check yourself. Check yourself. You're perfect? Because I know I'm not, but I do know that I'm continuously doing the work that I need to do to become perfect in my eyes. Because that's all that really matters. So we need to face our feelings. Get right with them. Yeah, it's really hard. I have to admit during this full moon, it was really hard for me to actually sit in what people have said to me over the years. Because it wasn't just as a kid. It was like all throughout my life, I had people telling me oh you too hairy or oh you look at your teeth you're pretty but those teeth need to be fixed like whatever it was oh I would date you but and then fast forward to later after I got them teeth fixed and later on after I met half the people that 
would say the exact same thing to me in high school. I met a lot of them later on down the line. And they were like, damn, you hot. How can I? No, you cannot anymore. You should have hollered at me from day one. Yes, I get it. The teeth were jacked. So what? Now you want to get at me? You're really vain. So no, I do not want a piece of you at all. Thank you very much. But that was really, and that was like in my early 20s that that happened. You got like really, we are out here really trying to re-alter ourselves because of what somebody says. I'm going to tell you this story. And I've told this to my kids because yes, I'm hairy. And my kids have definitely, some of them have followed after me. I'll never forget somebody saying to me, ooh, girl, your arms and your back is here. You need to do something about that. This was somebody who I was somewhat dating at the time. And then I thought to myself later on, wow, like my hair has been there. Where is it going? But of course, it set in because I wanted to please somebody else. And I remember going to the store, to the pharmacy, picking up the little wax papers and waxing my arms and let me tell you how much that hurt. And then I thought to myself, what am I doing? Why am I putting myself through so much pain trying to get off this hair? And he don't, I mean, he is not all that. He is all right, but he wasn't all of that. So what am I doing? Fast forward to later on, I was working at a spot and this wonderful Italian woman was like, Rashida, what were you doing? Why would you wax? And I said, I don't know, because he told me, you know, that she's like, stop. She rolled up her arms. And if you know Italians, you know, they got a little extra fuzz, right? She showed me her arms. She's like, all of this is not going nowhere. And my man loves me for me. And that's what you need to remember. But she was like, I'm not re-altering myself for anybody. Are you crazy? And from then on, I thought to myself, damn, what have I been doing for so long? They, those women taught me so much because at the time I was like 19, maybe 20 years old. And I was really self-conscious. I was still in that mindset of little ugly duckling walking around. And on top of that, I look young. So it didn't, that also didn't help in terms of the level of respect that people gave me. So recently having to go back to that and face a lot of those words and thoughts that people had placed on me, I'll be dead honest with you. I had never in my life had placed any of those feelings on myself. I always thought I was beautiful. I thought I had beautiful eyes. I thought I was sweet and kind. It was really only other people's words that penetrated into my subconscious for so long. There was a lot of other circumstances in my life that was distracting me from being able to stay focused on the things that I need to stay focused on, especially as a child. I'm a mom now. And so I now realize, and I've worked in a lot of different in school environments and I do realize that in order for you to even be ready for school you need to be coming from a, a place a home that is setting you up for success in some way shape or form I the time I was like in my mid-20s before um, becoming a mom that other things were kind of coming to the surface a lot of my friends were leaving going to college and university and doing all these things and that was not what I was doing I was hanging out with my friends I was partying I was working in different places for that's for another episode but I was doing things that in my mind I thought was okay for me it was working for me but everybody else felt like well regardless of whether you want to do that or whether you think it's working for you that isn't the norm and so because it's not the norm it's not right and because it's not right goodbye and a lot of my friends a lot of the people that I thought were my friends were judging me for not falling in line with whatever they were doing so by the time I got into my 20s, 
So many other things were coming out that wasn't just about my physical, but about my character. People started to say some really interesting things about me. And I'm, I'm going to get candid on this one because this is my podcast. <laughs> there was a lot of people out there. I heard a lot of stories about me that I had become a porn star. People were so infatuated with what, you know, who is Rashida now or where where is she going? In high school, she wasn't much of nothing. So she can't be much of anything now. Those were a lot of the things that were going around and different stories from different people who I thought were friends started to trickle out. And I didn't hear about it until later on. And I thought, wow, all y'all people out there got nothing better to do but to create stories about other people instead of coming directly to them and asking. And first of all, I don't give a damn about your life. We are now out of high school and I'm off doing my own damn thing. So all this reunion nonsense, I, I don't get it. I mean, that's just me personally. I know a lot of people love to reminisce and, you know, in the past. But like, I just learned over time that like once the past is the past, I need to let that go because that was just a moment in time to allow me to get to where I am today. Right? There was life lessons that I needed to learn. There was things that I needed to elevate from. And now that I've done that, thank you past. But now I'm moving forward and I am presently moving forward to my future. So I'm not big about going to reunions and like getting together with people because if I don't talk to you 365 days out of the year, if I'm not talking to you, then why would I want to go see you? I don't get it. But that's me. Some people enjoy those things. Some people are still friends with a lot of those people. I'm really like, if I'm friends with y'all people, then I'm guarantee that I'm already done seeing you throughout the year. Why would I want to get together with everybody? I don't know. I'm only ranting on that part. But that, that was a lot of things that I needed to face recently about a lot of what people were saying about me because I really held on to those things for a very long time. And then because I held on to those things, I put so much pressure on myself to, it wasn't about proving anything to myself. It was, I need to prove to everybody else. I need to prove to my family. I need to prove to those people that I don't talk to so that they can see that one day if I happen to cross paths with, paths with them, they will look back and say, oh, what are you doing? And I could read it all. But at the same time, I feel like spirit's like, for what? What would that prove? How would that make you feel to be able to brag about how far you have come to people who you do not talk to and have really no merit in your life? It really does nothing. So in the end, I feel like sometimes we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to to become this thing so that we can then parade that around and does that even fill us up I feel like that can only be a temporary thing versus a long-term thing for anybody write those things down sit with those feelings and then let them go because those feelings were feelings that other people because of the things that they said, those feelings were created from the things that they said. And those things were all lies. So why are we still swimming in those feelings of the past? Why are we still swimming in those feelings of, of things and words that other people said about you? Because, you know, people are judgy ass people. And now I've really realized as well that sometimes people judging because deep down they're judging themselves and we're only a reflection of ourselves towards we hear that all the time that usually it's our perception. So whatever we see, it's because it's we see it within ourselves, right? It's so important to face your feelings. Now that we know all of that, now we've stepped into all of those things, we have all of those things have risen to the surface, now we need to challenge those beliefs and challenge those belief systems. And how do we challenge that? By literally reprogramming the way that we think, 
the things that we say and what we do in our everyday life. It's not easy. Do we have moments? We're in a retrograde. So do we have moments where we will fall back into those moments where we might think less of ourselves? Absolutely we will. We're human. This isn't the ultimate human experience podcast, <laughs> right? We are human. So we are going to have those experiences. But our spirit is also there to help us and guide us through those experiences so that we're not feeling so overwhelmed and stressed. But we're managing. Because it's kind of hard out there in these streets. I mean, that's the truth, in my opinion. <laughs> We need to challenge those limited beliefs that people have placed on us, that society has placed on us, and that we have then created like a whole story around. Like, why do we do that? We sit there and we will hear what other people have to say and attach to it and take it to heart. And then we will walk around with it as if it belongs to us. Rather than saying, well, that's your opinion, but bitch, I'm good over here. Whatever it might be, it's absolutely time for us to challenge those beliefs because they've been with us for so long. And sometimes it's not just been with us, but generations and generations and generations before that have perhaps felt those same feelings. Being a person of color, I love it. Growing up, though, it wasn't easy. Seeing everybody else look the same way and then you and maybe like one other person looks just like you. Well, damn, where are we at? It doesn't make you feel like you belong. And so the belief of I don't belong anywhere in this world can really, really carry with you for a very long time. Switching the way that you think, that you do belong here, you do belong on this earth, you do belong living and walking through this, this life with ease. It's not always hard and difficult. Those things that I've heard so so often it's hard it's hard out here in these streets you got to work hard you got to struggle you got to do we I don't know I definitely think that that is a a belief that has been placed on a lot of people you gotta work hard and this and this and this you can work hard but you also need to know when it's time to take a break that's my new belief system I am not perfect, but I do know that I need breaks so that I can recharge myself so that I can continue to work as hard as I need to for whatever reason that I need to do it. Another thing is facing your fears. Sometimes those limited beliefs that people have placed on us, all these little insecurities, things that people have said, forces us into this small box. And for the longest time for myself personally, the more people said things about me, the more I said, you know what, F this. Like, if that's how everybody feels, I'm going to stay alone. Because every time I put myself out there as myself, I would get shit on. And so if you put yourself out there as yourself and then you get shit on, what does that tell you? It tells you that when I'm myself, myself isn't good enough. And so we decide to morph and change into, you know, people pleasing others. Well, if I behave like this and everybody is happy and if they're happy, then no, if they're happy, then you're happy. That's not true. You're happy that everybody is happy, but you're still not happy. But in the end, what do a lot of us do? Well, that's okay. We'll just manage our feelings. No, we don't actually manage them. What we do with those feelings is we tuck them away deep down into the abyss of a closet and we say, stay there and I'll get to you when I have time. And then we never have time. And then we get to adult adulthood and we're still 
pushing it down, but every so often it rises to the surface because we get triggered by something. Not only do we get triggered by something, but you see it sometimes in your own children. Remember, you birth a piece of yourself. And even though you might not, your kids might not be living the exact same life as you, somehow it has transferred to them. And as we know, from eggs to eggs to eggs, we get it, is sitting there already. So we need to stop being afraid of literally being ourselves and not caring about what other people think, because it really does force us into this box. And that can be a really sad place to be and also very boring. At least that's what I found for myself. And then we hold on to those fears. Remember, fear is false experiences appearing real. False experiences of what other people have said about us. And we believe that they're real. And so we carry them on. And then we actually keep that fear, hold on to it. And then it turns into a fear of living, a fear of life, a fear of trying new things, a fear of being alone, a fear of of stepping out of the box, a fear of like all the things that we have dreamed of as children, we just put it aside because we realize that as an adult, life gets real. And when life gets real, then all of those dreams and all of our imagination must be shoved to the side for right now because living this real life is what matters. The question that somebody posed to me is like, What if all of those dreams as children were real? And we know that our dreams and our imagination, it's a vision of what is already there out in the universe. We just haven't grasped onto it yet. It's like a vision of ourselves in the future in another dimension. And when we imagine those things, when we dream those things, it's just those visions from those dimensions coming through. Why? Because our energy is radiating so much that it gravitates those visions towards us. So why can't they be real? In my personal opinion. So if we can do all those other things, we can then have the ability to face those fears of things that we have put to the side. I always wanted to be a dancer. And a lot of people said, dance? What are you going to do with dance? You can't do nothing with dance. How is that going to feed you every day? And so I took dance and I shoved it to the side because I felt like they knew better. Those people who said, what can you do with dance? This is what you want to do with your life? You want to dance? Dancing is fun. It's not something where you can make money from. That's what I heard growing up. So I pushed it to the side and I thought, no, there's no way that I can do this. And as that came into place, I, after a while becoming a mom, I slowly just stopped dancing and realizing like, that's just not the direction that I'm supposed to be going then. And I took all of that. And I created a fear, a fear within myself that I didn't have the ability to to become that dancer that I believed I could be, to get paid for it, to learn, to grow, to, to, you know, live out my dreams. And I took that fear and then you become a mom. So then like fear really kicks in and you realize like, no, I can't, I can't live out my dreams anymore. I need to focus on my family. And so fear was something that stuck in me for so long that after a while I was like, I became like fearful to speak up, fearful to like just be alone. I was so used to being a mom that I felt more comfortable being a mom and being out with my kids than I did being alone and going out by myself as just Rashida. A fear came over me that if I was to just be myself, I felt like more confident as a mother I felt like this shit I got, I, I'm not perfect at it, but I'm, I'm all right. And I felt really confident in that. That sort of gave me a, like a oomph within me. 
But when I started to have the opportunity to go out alone, I was very nervous to do so. Those fears started to come back again of like, well, damn, if I just show who I am as Rashida, am I enough? At least I know as a mom, I'm enough because I'm giving to other people. People can see that I'm giving, I'm raising my kids, I'm working hard. So like, I wasn't as fearful. But even then, we have those insecurities as well of us being moms and they're saying if you don't work then are you really working if you're not outside working in an office job then are you really working and for those who stay home you sit there and say well damn you're just at home all day what are you doing must be nice you start to have all these other insecurities well maybe I should be doing more for my family maybe I should put my kids in daycare and go out there and work this nine-to-five job so that I can have this health and all these different things that I need to have to keep up with the Joneses, who I still don't know who they are. And those things really stuck with me. So yeah, insecurities probably kicked in even more when I became a mom. Another reason why too is because I look super young. And so I was walking around with like, you know, my son at the time and I look like I'm 17. So the respect level is different. So it's totally insecure about me just being a mom looking young and people not respecting me in the way that I felt they needed to. I'm now in a better space, of course, because, you know, healing and I'm constantly doing the healing every day, nonstop. And I'm now past that fear based way of thinking. You know, they talk about like imposter syndrome where... You know you're amazing and people around you are saying those things. But deep down in your subconscious mind, you feel as if you are just not perfect enough. And so you keep trying to, you just keep working towards becoming better. And then when you don't get to that better space, you're down for it. You put more pressure on yourself. And you start to feel like shit. You really do. And at some points you get into a depressive state where I know a lot of people have been, including myself. We're women, moms, hormones, everything kicks in all at once. It's kind of crazy. Once we start to, I mean, this full moon has really forced us to kind of get out of that fear-based life and just go for it. And as you know, we're about to go into Gemini season. And Gemini season is all about not giving a fuck. (laughs) I want to let you know. They really just don't because they care more about giving out their real authentic selves. Because giving anything less than or giving anything other than themselves is just a jip to society, is a jip to themselves, is a jip to their creation, is a jip to the universe to show anything other than them being themselves. So we want to be able to, let's recap. We want to find out what our insecurities are. We want to face those feelings, those words that people have said about us. What are the feelings that arise? Then we want to start to challenge all of those beliefs that have been set in stone for us. Break them. Break those stones down. Get a whole big mallet and break them down. And we want to be able to face our fears and last but not least, we want to, after we've done all those things, and it's not going to be easy. It's it's not like an overnight thing. This is a long process. I now can look back and say, damn, I've been doing this for like almost 15 years. I had my son at 24, and that's when I really started to change and morph into all of this internal work. A lot of people would know that like there was a point where I just kind of went within myself. But when I went within myself, I was doing a lot of meditation. Uh, I was doing a lot of journaling. I was just doing a lot of connecting with spirit. And then things started just 
like synchronicity started to show up and things started to manifest in ways that I couldn't even explain. And so I had to continue to dive deeper. But as I continued to dive deeper, I dived deeper within myself. And I know a lot of people thought it was weird and crazy and all this judgy nonsense, but I knew what I was doing. And I knew how I was feeling after I was doing all this work. I felt different and I felt amazing. And I could feel it because of the way that I was coming across in the world people were seeing me differently were people always liking it no but like I don't know not every you're you're not gonna be liked by everybody like I'm realizing that I used to have even times when people would be like oh my gosh she thinks she's so bougie like yes okay and now as we can see out in the world everybody wants to be bougie so clearly I was doing something right but the last but not least thing is we want to adopt a growth mindset Now that we've done all of that work and we're going to continue to do it because it's never ending, we want to start to like adapt to a growth mindset. How can we grow from here? Now that I know all that bullshit was lies from the beginning, how can I recreate this new persona? And it's not even a new persona. The persona has always been there. Rashida has always been there. But how can we grow Rashida to her utmost? most potential we can do beautiful affirmations and we could honestly the first thing that spirit is like fuck the affirmations no no no. affirmations are amazing but they're like okay how many times can you say that and then it switches spirits like we just want you guys to live live life Yes, add in the affirmations, but it doesn't always have to be so serious. We don't have to sit there every day in the mirror and think that the more we say this, then the more we will become what we say. Yes, that is true, but we also have to just go and live it. Live what we are saying. When you wake up in the morning and you're doing that affirmation of I am beautiful, live the beauty. Let me say that one one more time. We can't just say it. We need to live it. Have fun with life. If you didn't get an opportunity to have fun in life as a child, it might be difficult for you to do it now as an adult. There's a fear behind it of if I have too much fun, will I get in trouble? Or you might not even know what fun feels like because you were always in a traumatic, stressful environment. But if you are not in a stressful, toxic, traumatic environment anymore, then you have to get your mindset out of that way of thinking. Because if your physical surroundings is not matching up with what you continuously see within your mind, then you need to switch it up. And the only way to do that is by living. A lot of us live within our our minds. A lot of us live within our subconscious mind. And our conscious mind, we live in up here. And what we need to start doing is living within our hearts. What feels good? What feels good to my heart is what I should be doing. If it expands my heart, then that's what I should be doing. Why are we going to limit the way we should be living? And I've done that for a long time. So as we are, you know, still feeling all of the energy from this full moon, lunar eclipse, all that heavy ass energy... On top of the fact that we are in a retrograde, so it's kind of, in my opinion, beautifully matched. Because as you know, retrogrades are there to help us to sort of reset ourselves. It's there to slow us down. We're so quick to want to rush past all of the other things that we still haven't finished dealing with yet. And this full moon lunar eclipse really wanted us to halt it up, slow it down. So that we can sit with ourselves and realize what is the last shit that we need to get rid of. That shit don't resonate with me no more. I am not that person. I never was that person. 
that was something that was a story that you created for me to I don't know what you wanted it to do but it didn't help so I'm helping myself I am helping myself by adopting a new growth mindset for Rashida for the Rashida that didn't get it when she was a kid for the Rashida that didn't get it when she was a teenager for the Rashida that didn't get it when she was a young adult and for the Rashida that didn't get it when she was a mom but what I want to say to Rashida is you are beautiful smart amazing talented grown ass woman okay that's what I want to say fuck what everybody else has to say people are always going to say what they're going to say but you you my dear Rashida you were all that and a whole lot more and it's time for you to show all of your colors tell everybody to put sunglasses on because bitch you going to be bright and you are going to continuously shine and it's only going to get brighter from here so y'all better get some better sunglasses I really hope that all that helped I think I'm good we're gonna end this podcast just like that take some time to to talk to yourself it don't always got to be affirmations but talk to yourself talk yourself up because you are that bitch you are the shit and you deserve every little piece of everything that you deserve all the love all the positive energy all the glow you deserve it all overcoming insecurities is not an easy task but once you can do that once you can have those moments where those little voices in your head those little words are going to come back up like "Ooh, you ugly or "Ooh, you shouldn't do that quiet that little person down yes those little voices will continuously every so often pop up but eventually eventually they will become fainter and fainter and fainter the more you do the internal work the more you let go of those old stories and lies that were never yours to begin with they will start to become so faint that you're like I can't hear you what well I can't I can't hear you you too faint shh So with that being said, this is another episode of the Ultimate Human Experience Podcast. I'm your girl, Rashida, aka Righteous Son. Please remember to like, subscribe, and share with family and friends. Share with somebody who you know needs a message like this. With that being said... Peace.